some sort of fresh trip with a wine tasting component. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, watch out now. I know about legs. Oh, my God. I love that. Listen, yeah. we, love, we love men that know about wine. We love it. Yeah. Wine is amazing. <laughs> so, um, speaking of wine, I wanted to ask you a few questions about some things that wound your buttons, so to speak. The yeah. uh, Balenciaga campaign. Did you see that campaign? How they posted it on their Instagram? Or how yes. people reposted it? And what were your thoughts on that? Because that campaign was just, it's everywhere. They're still talking about it. I know. Day. I know. Well, it, it, look, it happened two weeks ago was the gift shop campaign. And then one week ago was the campaign with that $3,000 Balenciaga times Adidas handbag that was on top of court documents that was the um, Supreme Court ruling concerning child pornography. So come on, there's something weird. How is that? That's not a coincidence, right? How do you have this ad and that ad that have something that ties to child pornography. That is weird to me. Um, I'm a mom. As much as I love wine, I think it's really creepy and weird that they, like, when I look at the three photos, there's one with a boy, one with a girl, and another with a girl. And in all of them, there's, well, you know, like BDSM, and there's wine glasses, there's like dog collars, you know, there. it's just very strange to me. To me, it looks like, I don't know who's the person behind this. None of us do yet, but it almost looks like they wanted to give a subliminal message, right? And that's what's outraging all of us. What is this? What are you telling the public? Are you saying that you support this? Are you like, what are you doing here? Because this is not an accident. You know what I mean? Do I believe that everybody in Balenciaga from the top, you know, they support exploitation of children and child pornography and human sex trafficking? No, I don't believe that. But they were there at the shoot. They also edited the videos. They hired the production team. I'm sure they were very hands-on. I'm a wine brand owner. When I have a shoot, I like to look at every little detail. I would imagine Balenciaga's creative team and their higher-ups would too, right? So something doesn't vibe or gel here. I don't get it. And I know, like, obviously, we all know Balenciaga. For those that know about fashion, they love to push the envelope, right? I mean, Kim Kardashian, Fashion. She's wearing that head to toe, literally outfit to the Met Gala. They worked with Kanye West. They've done stuff with Crocs. Like they like to do all these things that push the envelope because that's really what gets press. And they also attract a more younger demo, younger customer base. But this was over the top. You don't put kids in an ad with a purse, with a teddy purse showing bondage, like on the teddy purse with wine glasses everywhere and all these like weird things laid on a table. To me, it looks like when I watch a horror movie and you watch like somebody kind of like about to get killed and they lay all the instruments on the table before they kill them. That's what it looks like to me. I'm sorry. And you're nodding because, right? It's true. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, for me, I was thinking to myself, what if they were what if they had no children in there and those are like the teddy bears wearing the bondage or had the, you know, S&M uh, apparatuses around them? Would that have worked for you a little bit better with no children in there? Or um, I, it would it, obviously it would work better with no children in it, but I still would say they're weirdos. Like, that's just my vibe. That's not my vibe, though. Like, I don't think it's sexy or fun to be bound up and, and whipped and all these types of things. I'm, I know people have their things. This is not my thing. So this would turn me off the fashion brand. I, I don't own Balenciaga. I don't plan to buy in the future. Listen, if they dumped, like, say, I don't know, 50 million into preventing sex trafficking, you know, maybe people will kind of say, hey, like, they're they're serious. They're putting their money where their mouth is and they want to help um, and save children and protect them. You know, that's one way that they could come back from this. Like, we all see people, you know, fall to the bottom, rock bottom. And then we, in America especially, and then they redeem themselves and they have an even bigger, better career afterwards, a bigger, better Flash afterwards. It's not out of the question, but I mean, listen, this is children we're talking about. There's a lot of parents 
a lot of moms that are outraged by this. I'm one of them. I've got two kids and I'm frankly disgusted. And what do you say to some of the spokespeople who removed the Balenciaga? I guess some of them, some of them were rocking the Balenciaga and Adidas apparel um, on their timeline from Bella Hadid. From, was it Bella? Yeah. Bella was rocking the Bella Hadid. All right. You know, Kim Kardashian, Cole Kitman. She's in a new campaign. A lot of the spokespeople and some of the models that modeled for Balenciaga in the past, they removed those photos once they saw those other photos be leaked. And then they also removed those photos once they saw that they gave an apology. But what do you say to those people? Because I think a lot of people have to realize and understand being under contract with a brand, right? You're under contract. It's not like you can like say, I want to leave you if you're under contract. There's clauses. There's, uh, you know, there's timelines. There's due dates. There's all kind of things you have to make sure you meet with the contract before you take it off there, particularly if you're with an agency. I'm sure that makes the contract a little bit more um, stronger. But at the same time, it's like, why do we, why do you think people are kind of upset with some of the celebrities that have remained to support Balenciaga? Say, for instance, Kim Kardashian, she says she's reevaluating her position with them. What, what do you say to those types of people who are angry at her? Like, why, why be angry at her, right? I think the people that are angry at Kim Kardashian just don't like her and think she's just annoying. And this is just another reason for them to not like her. I also think that obviously she's studying law and she knows that there's a contract just like you mentioned. So she's being careful about how she goes about it. Also, she's a very smart lady. Kerrig owns Balenciaga. They also own Gucci, Yves Saint Laurent and other brands, Alexander McQueen. Uh, I think Bottega Veneta, a bunch of luxury brands. So it's almost like, you know, like when I worked for the NFL, you know, if I, I had to be careful because, you know, I didn't want to burn bridges with certain people because you never know what's going to happen in the future. She's a mom too. So she has to pick and choose what she wants to support. Right. Uh, for me, like that's not okay. If I'm in, if I had a contract with somebody and I did an ad and it was a big deal and I walked the runway and they helped change my fashion after my divorce and I wore their outfit to the Met Gala, like it's a lot more intensive. So how she goes about it, she's gonna have to put more thought into it. I did look at Nicole Kidman's Instagram and she kept her ad up. I don't know. There's something is a little creepy with that. I don't know what, but my gut was kind of like when you look at the photos and everything and the fact that she hasn't come out and said anything yet, I just, something very strange with that. Also, I don't know if you heard, but in the photo that you see the purse on the table with the court documents, there's also a book. Uh, did you hear about the book? There's this author. What was his name? I think it's Michael Borman's Fire from the Sun. Okay. I Googled him on Amazon to see like his work. It's really creepy. It's like toddlers with like, I don't know. It's like little children and it almost looks like they're being tortured. So it's weird that this book is now in this scene. The court documents are in the scene, you know, and then you have this gift shop ad. It Something doesn't add up, you know what I mean? And unfortunately, these celebrities need to understand that if this is a message Balenciaga is giving and they're going to be tied to it, they're going to have to be okay with being tied to it. And maybe some fans saying that they're okay with exploiting children and child pornography. Right. Because like you said, Kim Kardashian is, you know, she's going to get her, her Juris Doctorate. For her, like, re, you know, the word reevaluating makes perfect sense for to me as a business person because, I mean, she's reevaluating the situation. At this point, she can, whatever amount of money she was getting before for, with her Balenciaga deal, however it's crafted, I'm sure at this point she has a heads up to ask them for more money. I mean, it's just kind of common sense. So if I was in her shoes, I'm not quite sure if I'd be willing to snatch a picture down either. I mean, you both know, you know, those pictures and wearing those clothes on certain dates or wearing those styles and posting them, I'm sure that goes is a, you know, marks a box or ticks a box in her contract for a personal appearance that she's supposed to do in within a year's time frame. I'm not sure. I don't know what her clauses are, but I'm sure that reevaluating is a big word for me, which means that, you know, we, you know, 
I need more money. Go and be associated oh, right. with your brand. Yeah, you know, go and be associated with your brand. I need more money. I love that. And I never even thought of that. And that's totally plausible, you know, but it's weird because say that Balenciaga did an ad, you know, kind of putting down or poking fun or insulting prison reform. I feel like she would pull it out fast. She'd be like, you're done. I'm done with you. It's over. But this is, this is children and she's a mother of four. So it is weird to people out there. And people out there that don't like her, this is another reason that they are not going to like her in the future. So, I mean, she might care, she might not. She makes bazillions and bazillions of dollars. She's a billionaire, so maybe she doesn't care. You know, we just hope that her protecting children, like her children and being a person that doesn't support this is more important than getting a bigger payday from Balenciaga. And then what do you say about the photographer? He looked like he was a, of African descent. You know, children, it's not a far stretch for me, but children, in my opinion, are they should be, I mean, they're considered to be marginalized to a certain degree. If you're a marginalized person and you're taking photos and you know you're on set and you're taking photos, you're in control of this photo shoot, so to speak. You already know. You, you're the client. You have a wine company. When you guys do product shots or you do uh, campaign shots or lifestyle shots, I mean, when you go on set, if you see something that you don't like, if it's somebody has, if somebody has a beer in your photo, do you are you really going to say, keep shooting? No, you're probably going to say, remove the beer, right? Yeah. And, and let's focus on the wine, because that's what we're trying to focus on pushing. So I just feel like photographer, he made a statement, which didn't make much sense to me, because most photographers in the fashion world, and he said it before, he worked for numerous other fashion companies, done numerous other fashion campaigns. You're a marginalized person. You're dealing with marginalized young people fitting that world, right? So if you have the power to push that button, right? Just like you have the power to release those photos into the company, why would you want to stay on set? Like, why I, would he want to be a part of that? Why would he want to be a part of that? And why is he speaking out against it now versus being on set? Like, why, you know, why is this all coming out now? Why did he make a, a decision when he was on set? I think the whole thing is strange. I mean, I'm sure that the, the models, they're underage, their parents were there or somebody representing them and then you have the photographer then you have the production team then you have the set designer and then you have Balenciaga and their team and it's weird that nobody realized something was wrong until the photos came out to the public that's what is not adding up and the photographer you know I feel bad you know he said he was getting death threats Gabriel Gallimberti he said he's getting death threats he had a book prior to this um, with children and their favorite toys I did look at the images because I wanted to check out if they were you know weird or you know okay and they seemed okay to me they seemed like innocent photos of kids with their toys because he does work with children and their favorite toys it's weird that he would not think something's up in this shoot I mean I don't understand I mean is it is it that he just was so excited to work with Balenciaga that he just like went draw, drew a blank and just shot whatever but I mean I doubt it you know I, this whole thing is very weird it's very weird to me I, I don't believe that I don't believe that statement I, he also recently had said that he if you google child pornography those images are nothing like his come on are you serious we're not saying that that photo is child pornography it's exploiting children and it's it's suggesting something and it's showing something and I already told you what when I looked at it what I thought of because when I watch horror movies that's what I see the fact that nobody else saw this you know I feel I do feel for the kids actually that are in this ad because they were probably so excited to be in this ad and work with Balenciaga and now they're lumped with this awful scandal you know what I mean and the parents probably feel crappy too yeah I'm sure but at the same time it's like I'm not quite sure what was going on in their minds either. Like you said before, there's a whole host of people that are present at those shoots. There's the ad agencies, the PR, the marketing team, in-house PR marketing, retail. I'm sure somebody from the retail space, senior vice presidents of marketing. I mean, how did this get out and what were they thinking? Were they, do you think they were probably thinking that this is going to be like an editorial fashion spread? We're going to push the envelope with these kids and these teddy bears? Or do you think they were just trying to make some noise? 
good or bad attention, which is in the PR world, is there's no such thing as good or bad attention as long as you're getting attention. I think I think that some of them thought that they were just going to push the envelope and this would be something really cool and just cutting edge. Maybe somebody, whoever the one that can see, I want to know who's the person that came up with the concept. I, I want to talk to them. Like how, why, when did you think about this? What made you think this was a good idea? Why the heck did you do this? You know what I mean? Because yes, there is no such thing as bad publicity, like I said, because you can now people that don't even know or don't care about fashion, you know, know the name Balenciaga. You know, everybody in fashion knows that name, but now it's around the whole world. Okay. But would you really want your name associated with exploiting children and human sex trafficking and child pornography? Probably not. Again, again, like I said before, they can come back if they now dedicate the next years to dumping in a bunch of money to protecting children, like in, with the right organizations, like that could be a way for them to redeem themselves. Um, but really, all of us in the public, you, me, everybody, we want to know who came up with this idea. Who was the person that said this was a good idea? We want right. to know who Who's that person is, because that person is probably a weirdo. Why the creative director and normally sometimes me and you both know the creative director or the the creative director of a fashion line compared to a creative director of a photo shoot or an art director those are two separate components of a campaign we don't even know about and most of the times those creative directors on the shoot on the day of the shoot that's normally mm -hmm. the photographer right <laughs> oh my god I love it you so are on that photographer. <laughs> I'm on the photographer because I'm like, you're in control, bro. You have the, you have the control of pushing that button or not. Most of the, I've seen photographers walk out on fashion shoots. I've seen photographers walk out on editorials, on cover shoots. It's happened in the past to us, to other uh, organizations. I've seen it. It happens. So it's like, kind of like, wh where is this coming from? And why is he so adamant about getting this information out? Why are you trying to redeem yourself and not? But why are you, I wouldn't even be speaking if I was him because, I mean, you're the person of almost the highest level of power that's on set. You you are hired to take these images. You are hired, and if you have a, a if you have a resume or a CV that inc that incorporates you working in this world of children's toys, exactly. So I mean, like it sounds like you are the most qualified for this. Exactly, right? and the fact right. it sounds like you'd be the person that would stand up for those children and say, "This is not right. I don't want my name associated with this." The fact exactly. that he took all those photos and now he's like feeling like, "Okay, my career's over. People are giving me death threats." That's something that anyone going into a project needs to think about beforehand. They need to walk in there and as they're doing it, say, do I want to be a part of this? Is this going to be a good look for me? Is this going to be great for my brand? And if he thought that day when he was taking the photos that this was going to be great for his brand, which it sounds like he thought this would be great for his brand because he went ahead and did it, then, you know, he's got to be okay with the fallout. And then this all happened in the, I guess, in the sunset of Kanye West being dumped by all these corporations, right? Particularly Balenciaga. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So how do you feel? What, what came to mind when you saw that? Well, what came to mind was that Kanye orchestrated the whole thing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, uh, what comes to mind is don't mess with Kanye. No, it's funny and it's ironic, actually, you know, how history works, right? It's kind of like if you throw stones, it usually comes back to you. It's kind of like the law of attraction, the karma thing. You're, you see on, on these reality shows, like the housewives, one of them in one season, one of them saying, your husband's a cheater and this and that. You need to break up and you suck. And then in the next season, that lady's husband cheated on her and it's in the public. It's kind of like one of these his irony things where Kanye West gets dropped for his, you know, anti-Semitic remarks. And then Balenciaga sees themselves in the same situation just weeks later, just weeks later. Cancel culture cancel culture. And I'm sure Kanye is, I'm sure he's a little 
kind of happy about it because it's taking some of the heat off of him. But it's just so ironic and so interesting that it's Balenciaga who just dropped him. So I wonder if now if they're thinking, wow, like now we're now we see how he feels and we're in the same situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they also show that Kim Kardashian had shown a picture with her in North being dressed by Balenciaga and she has some kind of gift hood on or something that looks like some kind of S&M bondage kind of like apparatus where you have a it's like a hood with horns on it that covers your whole face or something. So it's like, and I know that's very weird. Yeah, he spoke to the fact that that Hollywood kind of tries to normalize child pornography and push the envelope with young people or young kids being uh, sexualized. He was he was he was speaking to that. So I feel like he warned us of all this. So you might be right. He could have been a part of this. I know. Well, you know what? Listen, I don't respect I don't respect anyone that has anything hateful to say about um, other religions or cultures or people. Um, But you know, again, we all know that he's struggled with being bipolar and he has issues that he needs to fix. But I do agree with him on this stance like you got to protect kids and yes Hollywood is that way we all know that we've seen it I mean we've seen it with kids we've seen it with teens we've seen it with adults even adults in Hollywood you know what I mean so I mean he's on to something yeah he definitely is so having said that have you had do you really okay first of all one quick question do you own any Balenciaga I do not own anything Balenciaga I quickly yeah. after this happened I looked in my closet I looked at all my handbags I looked at my clothes and I was like <gasps> Okay, I don't want to throw anything away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought Balenciaga is a cool line, you know, set aside the fact that they're part of the umbrella organization that Gucci is a part of. I'm more of a Gucci fan, so I'm just kind of figuring out, you know, and Gucci has done things in the past, too, with blackface, and, you know, H&M has done some things with monkeys. We, we can all go back and, you know, in the recent past where we've seen things like this ha- has happened, but this is not just about a skin color. This is about you normalizing sexuality and sex and all that information and suggestiveness onto kids. Like, yeah. you know, kids are kids. Like, they're little people. They're they're not fully developed physically, mentally, their brains, everything. So it's like we're in a situation where it's like we need to bond together to figure out, like, who did this? What's this about? And you also mentioned that you feel like the brand, the brand has a bounce back. You, how so do you think the brand can bounce back if they gave $50 million? $50 million in Balenciaga, clearly, if they're in a the mall, they're in every, almost every luxury, mid-luxury mall in America. I mean, I think it's safe to say, yeah, they're pretty much everywhere. Do you really think that, do you think that's enough, $50 million? Or what do you think will be enough for them to try to get their face back? Well, Balenciaga, you know, is evaluated at over a billion, right? Okay, so they're already at the billion level. So, and they're doing this $25 million lawsuit against the production house and the set designer. Okay, fine. $50 million, $100 million, whatever it is, they need to really just get a big, nice lump sum and dedicate that prevent human sex trafficking, child exploitation, and child pornography. They need to go to Ashton Kutcher, or they need to go to an organization, No More Tears, any of them. They need to work with them. And, you know, maybe that'll inspire some beautiful new fashions about, you know, that are appropriate and don't have to be, like, cutting edge does not have to be, like, making fun of or putting down or doing something that's, like, involving something creepy or weird or hurtful or hateful, right? Cutting edge can be something else. So, you know, as far as a timeline, I have no idea how long it would take. But right now, I guarantee you, we're talking about it. When the next scandal happens, we're probably going to forget about this. But anytime somebody goes to buy Balenciaga, they're going to think twice. Like they're going to look at it and they're going to have that image in their head and they're probably going to pass. 
And then what do you say about people, what do you say when you see people, or what do you think first when you see people cutting their Balenciaga sneakers up or acting as if they're throwing it into a clean trash bag? Like last night I was watching, <laughs> I was like, okay, you really throwing away that purple Balenciaga? First of all, I don't even know why we buy a, sweat, uh, a sweater that says Balenciaga with that regular basic typeface. I mean, I've never really been a fan of Balenciaga. I think, you know, I don't know anything about, about Balenciaga, but I do know is I like Gucci and I like Louis and Dolce and some of the other top brands, you know, from a but I don't. I'm not a big, big fan of Balenciaga. Wasn't a big fan of those sneakers. Still, still is. Still, I still am not a big fan of those sneakers. They look like anything else you can get from China or any other wholesaler online, Spotify, Shopify, whatever you call it. My point to you is that um, now people have these products. They're pretending to throw them out on TikTok. You really think they're throwing them out? One, two. Don't you think Balenciaga should start a refund? A refund. <laughs> Like, maybe that money can go to a human trafficking cause. You know, have people uh, bring the products they don't, that they no longer want a Balenciaga that, that are intact, right? That are clean, they haven't been used to a certain degree that you can see them and use, and take them back. Give people the refund. Give them a credit, not just with your company. Give them a credit of, of their favorite foundation or, or uh, children's organization or something that's in support against human trafficking or at least, you know, molestation and child pornography something that's going to like save face in that direction. Do you think that's a better idea? Somebody also last night came up with the concept of don't cut or throw away your Balenciaga, uh, give it away to homeless people. I was, I, was, I, was I was thinking to myself, like, if I was a homeless person, I would not wear that shit at this moment. <laughs> like, I would really, oh walk around barefooted and wear some shit that supports. If I'm, in my right, if, I'm, if I'm in the right state of mind, I'd rather be barefooted and naked as a homeless person than wear Balenciaga at this point. Because, you know, you've been, you, I mean, that's, this is the highest level. This is the one thing that gets you beat up in prison, right? It's either you kill, what, what is it? It's child, it's, you do something with a child. <laughs> yep. So it's like, you know, being a homeless person and wearing Balenciaga is probably not in your best interest if you can go to prison and, you know, go to, you know, get beat up and literally dragged cell to cell if somebody found out you were involved in some kind of child molestation case or child rape, God forbid. So think about it. Like, why would I want to give that to a homeless person? It's like giving a target on, on, a, on a back a fucking deer doing hunting season, right? I like, agree. Why would I want to do that? So I, I don't think that's a good idea. Is it homeless people don't have any miracle moral? Like homeless, just because you're homeless at point in time doesn't necessarily mean you're a destitute person because you have destitute Agreed. thinking. You know, people don't understand that we all have fallen a lot of times. Not all, everyone, but many of us have been close to homeless at one point period of time in our life. And so, some of us, as myself, I'm Ivy League educated and I've been homeless for a couple of weeks. To be in that situation, I don't think that thinking a homeless person is going to devalue a brand. Like, that makes no sense. There's so many amazing, there's billionaires who have been homeless before. Yeah. Um, millionaires who have been homeless before. Tons of people have been homeless before. Just because they're homeless now doesn't mean they're going to be homeless all their lives. So give us somebody a pair of these shoes. I hope that's not going to be the answer. Please don't do that. Because I don't feel like you, you're putting a target on somebody's back. That's one. Two is, do you feel that they should do a refund commission or something? I think they should hire you to work with them on this crisis because I think you have some great ideas. You know, I, I do think that they should, I'm not sure they're going to, if they would do a refund, but I do like the idea of them. Like if people really want to make a statement, number one, I would say, don't throw it in an empty trash bag, like burn it. Put it Why? In, like, burn it? Why are you burn it? Trash bag? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You know, you're going to pick that back up. Number one, burn it. Okay. If you really want to take a stance and say, this is not the brand I want to be associated with, burn it. So we know it's actually gone. Number two, like, fine. I mean, you can donate it. If there's people out there that want to still wear Balenciaga, fine, donate it. But I like your idea of Balenciaga, like maybe 
giving something, giving something, maybe saying something like anyone who was offended will donate X amount on your behalf to whatever. You know what I mean? So maybe the value of what they bought, they'll donate that amount. Um, you know, since they burned it, they don't have this item anymore. They'll donate that amount to the charity of their choice for like preventing human sex trafficking or whatever, child, um, preventing child pornography, protecting children, all of that. That would, that would make the customer, I think, feel a little bit better about it. So they're not just like out the money and Balenciaga is like, you know, not helping. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. a great idea. Also, I'm with you on the fact of not of the, no, I don't get why people wear the name of a brand on them. Like it's so cheesy to me. It's no, I'm no. Like if you, if you like a piece and it's a classic, fine. Like, you know, me, for example, I'm not spent, I'm not buying this crazy outfit that I can only wear twice a year because it's like hot pink and green and, and black and then yellow. And it says Gucci or whatever on it. And I'm going to spend 5,000 on it. No, that's not me. Uh, that's just not my vibe. People out there want to wear the name of a designer on them. That's cool. That's not me, but for sure. I don't think people right now should be going out wearing Balenciaga on their shoes, their purses, or their sweater. So for those people, really, really, you should just hide it or burn it or do something. Right. <laughs> I'm sure Balenciaga is probably thinking to themselves, now we have, every time I see a piece of Balenciaga, it always says Balenciaga, <laughs> Balenciaga. It's like, I mean, I know it's not two L's. I know it's one L. <laughs> you know, it's like, damn. People it's just like, love the name. Balenciaga. Right, black letters. It's, I'm like, it's a, it's a prison. It's, I knew something was wrong when they had that prison death text in the first place. Because I'm thinking like, this format, this font is just so basic to me. It's like, there's so many other fonts just, that you can use. There's so many other so stylized. Funny. Yeah, you know. So I just feel like, I th I'm sure they're going to think some branding ideas now. Like, you know, these undercover pieces. You know, oh my God, I, I love all of your like <laughs> insight into the branding over the years. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>